Hello and welcome to the Black Final Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Clary, and today I am going to bring to you my review of 2024's Night Swim. Night Swim is a 2024 supernatural horror film directed by Bryce McGuire. It is his feature-length directorial debut, and this one is based off of his short film, and I'm going to emphasize short film because we're going to get into it, but his short film under the same name. And so when I saw the trailers for this movie, okay, I just want to get this out there. I wasn't <laughs> that interested in it. I don't want to sound rude. I was like, okay, it's a haunted swimming pool. There's not much you can do with that. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, it's a haunted swimming pool. Like they're going to spend like an hour and something talking about a haunted swimming pool. I have to go see it. And on top of that, as soon as I see the name James Wan, I have to involve myself. I have to go and see it. And this was the first film, I believe, released under the merger between Blumhouse, Bloomhouse, um, and Atomic Monster Productions after their merger. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of things that I like. And as somebody who loves a very odd movie plot or like something where you're like, why would you make a movie about this? A haunted swimming pool, it's like right up my league. I'm like sitting there <laughs> watching the trailer each time and like sitting there reading the synopsis and I'm like, it's it's a haunted pool. Like, am I really going to spend time, money, energy on this? And the answer is yes, because I'm me and the dumber a plot or the more absurd, basic and simplistic a plot, the more likely I'm going to go and fully immerse myself in the story. So... The plot of Night Swim is as follows. A family moves into a new home, unaware that a dark secret from the house's past will unleash a malevolent force in the backyard pool. From this point forward, there will be spoilers ahead. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Let's get into Night Swim. Okay, so the first like five minutes of the movie are like this, okay? And this is the part that's really meant to grab your attention and pull you in. So it's 1992, middle of the night, this little girl opens her eyes because this pool is just emitting bad vibes. So she opens her eyes and she's like, I really need to check the pool. She immediately looks out her window and sees this little boat floating in the water. Um, the boat belongs to her brother who's extremely ill. So she's like, oh, I really need to go get Tommy's boat in the middle of the night, right? Because obviously. So she quickly sneaks outside without her mother seeing, knowing the Aid, I'm assuming, is about to go home, all that jazz. She makes it to the pool. So she grabs a pool net and she's like trying to pull the boat that was floating but is now at the bottom of the pool. She's trying to pull it out with this like pool stick thing. I don't know. I don't own a pool. <laughs> and then she's like trying to pull it. And at this point, I'm like, girl, just like give up. Like it's at the bottom of the pool. Wait until morning time. But I guess her brother really needs it. She's being a good sister, okay? I Let me not be too rude. So she's trying to grab it. She falls into the water. While she's in the water, she starts getting like visions of her mom. Here's the thing, okay? Here's my first thought. Why would the pool that wants you to stay in the pool start giving you hallucinations of people who are outside the pool, right? So the little girl goes to like get out of the pool because she's like, oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> Silly old me decided to come into the pool to grab this little red boat. But then as she reaches the outer edge of the pool and she's about to climb out of the pool, the pool is like, actually, I think I want to keep you in the water. So it brings the boat from the bottom of the water back up top. 
So she's like, oh my god, I came here for this boat. I might as well get this little rinky-dinky boat. Obviously, what happens next, she gets pulled under the water, and then this, like, evil water demon starts thrashing this little girl around. Honestly, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm finding it. I was trying not to laugh, <laughs> but also I'm a very unserious person. This might be somebody's movie of the year, okay? But it starts thrashing this little girl around before ultimately it like absorbs her into the pool. I don't know. She disappears and we get our title card, which is like it comes out of the ripples of the water, but not even in like a cool way. Like they could have made it like come out of the ripples like in a really fun way, but it just like layers over top of the pool and it's night swim. And I'm like, wow. I understand how this could have been a really creepy short film, but now I have another, what, like, hour and 20 minutes left? Like, what else can we do? I get it now. The pool wants you to come out at night so it can drown you, <laughs> but let's get into the rest of this movie. We are now flashing forward to current time. So here is where we meet our main characters, the Waller family, um, Ray and Eve, the mother and father, the two children, Izzy and Elliot. Perfect family, perfect balance. One dad, a son. One mom, a daughter. Um, the dad has an illness that ended his baseball career, which is why they're looking for a new place to live. Uh, the mom is about to start working at a school in the exact district that this house with the haunted pool is in. So it's like, this is the perfect house for this perfect family right so the realtor who's actually kind of like really rude okay because the mom is like oh i'm getting my degree in helping children with special needs and whatnot and the realtor is like mm, good job sweetie shoot for the stars or whatever i was like girl you don't gotta be that fucking rude but this mom we're gonna learn that the mother is very selfless in like five seconds like in a five second span she tells us that she like helps children with special needs and then she goes outside and saves a bug from drowning in the pool while she talks about her childhood pool trauma about how her father pushed her in and was like sink or swim but she was a resilient woman so she swam and then after she tells her childhood like story pool story her husband is like i too have a pool story um when i was a kid i also <laughs> always wanted a pool because me and my friends we used to break into this pool down the street and we would pretend that we were rich suburban kids who had a pool so i'm like oh my god they both have childhood pool trauma this haunted pool works hard like it's working hard to pull this family in matter of fact the kids call the mom right after she like tells her childhood pool story and then while she's gone like going to the kids the husband happens to see a baseball floating in the pool and i'm like fuck this pool is like <laughs> oh my god the ghost in my house just started tossing stuff damn when it's not about you you gotta make it about you but anyways <laughs> pool is working hella hard on getting this family to stay already like it's been five seconds and this pool is already like okay baseball dad baseball dad what does he need a baseball floating in the pool so he reaches for the baseball that's floating in the pool because for some reason he can't just like call his family and be like hey guys do you see this like what a coincidence there's a baseball floating in the pool um so as he's reaching for this baseball he falls into the water and begins to drown but while he's drowning the pool shows him a glimpse of the future that he could have if he stays with this pool okay that glimpse is basically like him hitting a home run after battling this illness for a long time 
We then cut to the doctor's office where we find out that this illness is MS. And the doctor and the mom and the dad, they're like all talking about what they can be doing for the dad's journey. And the mom is like, oh my God, we only just got insurance because of the school that I'm starting to work at. And for some reason, I'm like, yo, what else can they actually throw at this movie before the pool even actually starts to fucking haunt them? Like what? So much is happening already. And the pool hasn't even started to haunt them. I mean, I guess technically it told the dad like, hey, if you move in here, like, I'll show you how to throw the ball again or something. But it's just a lot <laughs> already. And then the doctor is like, oh, well, uh, low impact physical therapy can help. And she starts listing off some like different things that he can do. And she's like, and a lot of people, they talk about how swimming really helps. I'm like, Damn. I've never seen a ghost <laughs> work so hard. <laughs> like, I, I have no choice but to believe that the pool also is telling the doctor to recommend swimming. Because it's just all so specific so fast. <laughs> like, the house is in the district where the mom needs to work. The dad found a baseball in the pool. Um, the pool sold the dad a dream, which like that one was like clearly the pool work and it's pool magic. But then the doctor is talking about swimming as a form of physical therapy for him. Oh my God, this pool. I need this pool. <laughs> I don't know what I need it for, but fuck. Clearly it puts in work. So I can only compare this movie to another movie that I reviewed, which was Fall. I think it was like 2022. And the only reason that I compare these two movies is because they both had like such absurd concepts that you couldn't look away because you needed to know what's going to happen next that can keep the story moving forward, right? So the kids start school after the parents buy the house. Obviously, they buy the house. I forgot to mention that because I was so caught up on the things that this pool is manifesting or <laughs> or the things that this movie keeps throwing at you right so the kids get to their new school and this cute boy immediately comes up to the daughter i say cute boy in the sense like he's cute for her okay uh she's attracted to him <laughs> this boy walks up to the daughter and he's like show me your wingspan he's like oh beautiful perfect wingspan and he hands her a flyer for a sports team what sport you might be thinking what sport could possibly be on this flyer that he needs to know her wingspan it's the swim team. It's the swim team. <laughs> and now I'm tweaking on the same level that I was tweaking during Martyrs, but for the exact opposite reason. Martyrs was disturbing me to the point where I felt so uncomfortable, but I need to finish that movie. This movie is getting so out of hand for me. <laughs> I'm like, this is actually a comedy. This is a Shakespearean comedy and they're going to get the Oscar. They're going to get the Oscar for Best Picture, Best Screenplay, because, yeah, how else are you going to flesh out a short film about a haunted pool than making the father need the pool for sports therapy and the daughter needing the pool for her new swim team crush? It wasn't enough that the dad found a baseball in the pool. What were the coincidences I just listed five minutes ago? I can't even remember, because what else is this movie going to throw at us? So these things happen like kind of fast in the movie, but the cat gets abducted by the pool, right? And the dad discovers that the pool is healing his body and the pool starts giving the mom visions. 
<laughs> game. Well, like, not visions. She's, like, sleeping one night, and the pool wakes her up. Or, like, the bad vibes wake her up. And this is something that I found very funny. <laughs> I don't know why. But she wakes up in the middle of the night, and she, like, looks around, and her husband's not there because he's swimming laps in the pool. <laughs> and this is funny because this is a, like girl what are you doing at the devil sacrament moment because it's like she's like why is he swimming in the middle of the night right she doesn't say this but this is the vibe she's given off but she was just swimming in the pool in the middle of the night like she was just doing this but now that her husband's doing it it's a problem like she's concerned about his actions and i'm like girl you can't be mad that you saw grace at the devil sacrament when you yourself were just at the devil sacrament but i will give her a little bit more leeway as to why she's concerned about it because he was going hard in that pool like he was michael phelps this is just a very unserious movie but all that hard work in the pool is working off because his ms is slowly going into remission like actually even slowly i feel like this movie's not giving me good enough timelines <laughs> i literally had to get the like 1992 to present day jump off of wikipedia because i wasn't even sure when these jumps were happening but like we see him hustling back and forth in the pool then like the next day i assume he's like at the doctor's office and he's passing all these tests and the doctor's like gag she's like i've literally never seen this and the man's like we have a pool <laughs> that's how it's happening i'm in the pool every day every night <laughs> going off the next day the son asks if he can go into the pool and the mom is like you have to ask your dad it's his pool he's in it every day two times a day um but the son goes looking for the dad the dad is like bench pressing like 300 pounds or something and the son's like hey mom says i can't go in the water without you can you come the dad's like here's some coins toss one in and i'll come and find it you know because they, that's how they were like bonding and training earlier they were like throwing quarters in the pool and then they would like swim down and like pick up the coins to like train the daughter who wants to be on the swim team but also to like help the dad with his therapy oh my gosh and then the son goes into the pool and while he's in the pool doing this coin thing the pool ghost decides to like join in and start tossing coins in too and the whole point of it is like you grab the coins while you're under the water like without coming up for a breath so he's like doing that and then the spirit of the little girl is standing on the edge of the pool and he thinks it's his sister so he's like stop doing this like it's not funny that you're tossing these coins at me or whatever like i'm working real hard to pick up these coins from the bottom of the pool enough is enough and this is one of the only times in the movie where for me the whole hallucination on the edge of the pool thing like kind of works because it's not like the pool ghost is like just showing him the hallucination and he like gets out the pool like it's tossing coins at him like it's doing something <laughs> it's actually haunting speaking of it actually haunting it then calls him over to like the filter thingy with his toy and also it's like i found a door come and help me i'm just a little girl trapped under the water <laughs> so obviously he swims over there to get his toy he did not give a fuck about the little girl under the water he gave he gave a lot of fucks though about that little tiny toy so he went to go grab the toy and then the hand pulls him in and then he gets out the pool and this is the best jump scare in the whole movie the mom opens the fridge and then she closes the fridge and he's standing there like that emoji <laughs> and that was the only part where i felt like i actually was like oh my gosh whoa that actually got me for a second the mom goes out looking for whatever just tried to grab her kid and then the kid is like it was a little girl looking for her mom <laughs> and it was the little girl from the beginning of the movie or whatever so she goes and tells her husband but why would he care when the pool is literally healing his ms <laughs> like i don't even mean to be rude but like why would he give a fuck about a little girl spirit telling his son 
to like come on over to the left when he is literally healing his incurable disease. <laughs> and then like as she's telling him more about this encounter with the little ghost girl, <laughs> I can't tell. I, like it has to have been like the script that they were working with because I feel like Wyatt Russell, I like him in a lot of other things. Like he can act in other things right now. He was doing great in Monarch. I'm, he's in one of my favorite horror movies, like the only zombie movie I feel like I actually like, Overlord. And then he delivers this line where he's meant to be talking about how his son doesn't have any friends and it literally sounds like he's bullying his son. The mom is like, I went out there and there was nobody there and he's like, maybe he's pretending. Like, you know, he doesn't have any friends. <laughs> but like his delivery, I'm just like, yo, are you not this kid's father? <laughs> Why are you saying it like this? He's like your little son with no friends. He used to talk to his like little gecko. Like, he just doesn't have any friends, your little loser son. <laughs> and in the middle of this conversation or whatever, the mom's like, okay, let's invite the baseball team over, like the son's baseball team, over so that he can, like, get some friends, he can socialize a little bit. And the dad's like, you're such a genius. Let's have a pool party <laughs> because I have a pool. Oh, my gosh. This movie is genuinely so interesting. It It does a full, like, 180 i almost said 360 and goes from like bad to just so enjoyable because you're like what <laughs> like i knew a movie about a haunted pool was really gonna be dragging it but <sighs> somehow they made it work and the mom's face when he brings up this pool party like <laughs> she's like what the fuck <laughs> she's like enough about this goddamn pool i'm sick of this pool so she tries to separate her husband from the pool and they go out from the house for a night and they leave the daughter and the son in the house with the daughter in charge. So obviously, what does the daughter do? She invites over the cute boy from the swim team to come swim in her brand new pool, but at nighttime, ooh, because it's a night swim. And this is where we get the Marco Polo scene from the trailer. The demons scare Izzy a little bit. They attack her the same way that they attack the brother. Um, or the pool demon, like I, the dead people of the pool <laughs> are coming out and attacking the poor girl. So now everybody in the family pretty much distrusts the pool, except for the dad who swears up and down that this haunted pool is the best thing that ever happened in his life. And I mean, I guess it is. It's literally curing his incurable disease and it helped him like hit a home run at some kid's baseball game. So... Why wouldn't he want to have this pool? So the morning of the pool party, the brother wants to talk to the sister about this haunted pool. So he pulls her aside and he's like, tell me about your haunted pool experience and I'll tell you about mine. And the sister's like, there's no haunted pool experience because this pool is helping our family. Dad's better, mom's better, you're better, I'm better. I have a hot boyfriend, like you're not blowing up my spot right now. And he's like, what happens if the pool is helping us and haunting us? But she doesn't want to hear any of that because she has a boyfriend now well he's not really her boyfriend they kissed they played marco polo but honestly when you're like 16 that's pretty much like being engaged and again another scene that i just it really adds to this movie um during the pool party one of the like neighbors or whatever baseball moms comes in and she hands the lady a watermelon she's like we're just welcoming you to the neighborhood <laughs> But anyway, watermelon aside, the pool party is bumping. <laughs> so the realtor decides now is the perfect time <laughs> to drop the bomb on the mom. 
that this is the exact same pool that a little girl drowned in a few years ago. Oh my gosh, during the pool party while everybody's having a great time in the pool. And while this realtor is talking about this, the husband begins to drown a child. Like I'm, I'm laughing because this movie is just absurd. I'm not laughing at a drowning child. But he's like holding the kid down but then obviously they're like oh he's like sick so like that's why he's doing it no this man is trying to absorb this little boy's baseball powers <laughs> and like as he's drowning this little boy or like holding this little boy under the water like whatever <laughs> as he's doing this the black murky water that was like oozing out from the beginning of the movie when he cut his hand is now entering his body to possess him to continue drowning the little boy but it's like you didn't really need to possess him because he was already doing it <laughs> beginning he was doing it regardless due to the fact that her husband just tried to like drown a child nobody in the neighborhood wants anything to do with this family anymore and just like her seeing the attachment her husband has to this pool she tries to get her family away from the pool and the house but as she's like driving the family away Oh, this is like literally immediately after the pool party also. <laughs> but while she's like driving her family away, her husband starts to like dry drown. So she's like, oh my god, we have to pull over and bring him back in to like save his life or whatever. She gets him into the bed. She's like calling the doctor. All of a sudden, he's perfectly fine now, just laying in the bed. And so she goes to talk to her husband and he won't shut up about this pool. So she already knew deep down that the pool was a problem. But now the pool is starting to feel like the other woman in this relationship so now she's like doubling down on having to do research on the pool. This is what I love about haunted house movies. It's the way that nobody does any research about the house they are going to move in. Like not even a simple Google search of the address until they have already moved into the house and it has started to cause them problems. Like she didn't Google it when she was moving in. She didn't Google it when they first saw the for sale sign. She's Googling it now now that her husband has tried to murder a child and when he leaves the house he starts hacking up black water now is when she feels like a google search is necessary and now is when she finds out that it wasn't just a little girl that drowned in this pool but like going back decades people keep <laughs> drowning in this pool and dying so she's able to track down the mother of the little girl that drowned and we get to see the older brother Tommy who was um ill at the beginning of the movie he's now perfectly healed well we don't see him perfectly healed but we hear from the mother that he's perfectly healed he's gone on to do all this great work and he's the reason that they've afforded such a nice new house and the mother gets to heal and so Eve the new owner of the house she's like did you used to have a daughter to the mom <laughs> And the other mom is like, no, it's just my good old boy, Tommy. And this is when you would like realize as an audience member <laughs> that the pool still has a hold on this lady. Okay, so she like gets up because she has an oxygen tank and she's coughing. So she gets up to pour herself a glass of water. And as she's pouring herself a glass of water, that same black guck <laughs> that's been coming out of the pool is being cried out by this old woman. She then talks about how the waters of the pool were like this healing water, but in order for it to heal, you basically had to sacrifice somebody. So she sacrificed her daughter, or I guess the water itself chose the daughter and saved the son. But this is why I brought up the fact that in the beginning of the movie, okay, when that man was talking about the pool, the pool was giving out bad vibes even though it was empty. Now all of a sudden, they want to make it about the pool water when it wasn't the water. 
<laughs> it was the pool. But anyway, it's not a haunted pool. It's haunted pool water. But basically, the water will use an entity. In the case of Rebecca, it used the mother to lock the ill son in the room and let the daughter drown while the mother entity full of pool water watched her daughter drown and now it's better because the son it was able to like do a whole bunch of good for the universe or whatever so eve our main mother character is like oh my god my <laughs> husband who has been feeling the pool's healing powers at home with our two children like he has two sacrifices he can get and clearly it's going to be the son because the dad talks about how the daughter being born was like one of the greatest times of his life he called the son a friendless loser not too long ago so she's got to hustle back home so as she's hustling back home all of a sudden it doesn't matter <laughs> that she drained the pool which obviously like the guy at the beginning of the movie said that like the pool's self-sustaining so the pool starts filling back up with spring water the husband's inside the house having a shower and i guess like the shower water is now also spring water because he's being possessed again all i'm saying is right now or actually okay yeah right now the movie starts to fall apart for me <laughs> so since the pool is rude as hell like okay a lot of ghost movies ghosts are like rude as hell but like this pool is like doing a lot like i've been saying that this pool is putting in work but like the kids come home or whatever and the pool starts meowing so that the son can go looking for this cat and here's where the son pisses me off <laughs> the end of this movie because earlier he knew the pool was haunted he wanted nothing to do with the pool okay even at the pool party he stayed his ass in his room and he watched everybody from the window with the like with the video camera now all of a sudden the cat's meowing from the pool that he knows is a haunted pool and he wants to be climbing above the diving board to look into the haunted pool are you kidding me? Earlier you had more survival skill, now we're going backwards. So obviously the pool drags him into the water and then it starts to like pull the pool cover above him so it can drown him. I mean, also way more effort from the pool this time than back in the 90s. Like, I don't know. In the 90s, it just took the little girl. It was thrashing the little girl around. Now all of a sudden you need to put the pool cover on top of the little boy. Like, that's a lot of work, sis. And like now all of a sudden that they've decided that it's not the pool itself that's haunted, but it's the water inside the pool that's haunted. The water in the whole neighborhood is haunted now. So when Elliot's drowning, the sister who was getting herself a nice glass of water, I guess, <laughs> I actually don't remember how this happened, but there was a glass of water on the table and the sister runs out because she's like, oh my God, where's Elliot? He's drowning in the pool. So she goes to go save him and the glass of water throws itself off of the table and onto the floor. So now the mother comes to help the sister saving the brother, whatever. Okay, she's like, go call the police, go call for help. Um, I will jump into the pool and save my son, okay? Because I'm a mother, okay? I give life. I don't take life, I give life. So she hops into the water while the daughter runs inside to go and get help. The daughter's running. Oh, there's water on the floor. There's evil water. So she slips in the puddle of water and now there's glass stuck in her hand. And like I said, this water is very bloodthirsty. So now she has glass in her hand and she needs to get the glass out. So she starts pulling it out and all this jazz. <laughs> a lot is happening, but at the same time, it feels like nothing is happening. So she's like pulling the glass out of her hand and she's panicking. And all of a sudden here comes her possessed dad. He's tossing her around the house. He's doing evil dad stuff, right? Um, cut back to the mom who was jumping in the pool to save the brother. She sees this like dark, deep, empty void where the pool drain was. So she's like, aha, I gotta swim into the dark, deep void. So she grabs a hose, ties it around the diving board 
and then grabs it and dives in and jumps through the like deep dark void into into the spring water because you know it's not the pool itself that's haunted but the water so she's able to grab her son in this deep dark void of evil spring water while she's getting her son out there um it turns into insidious right that scene where he's like saving his son and like all the demons are coming for them all the past people that drown in this water which again i'm pretty sure when she researched the house everybody had drowned in this specific pool but now it's like if they drown in the spring water they can haunt you through the pool um mind you everybody else has spring pools but nobody else is being haunted and that's why that's why actually nobody should have a natural pool I think that was the point of the movie. I think I got it now. So she's able to get her son out of the water, but obviously he like drowned. He was in the deep dark void of drowned people. So like she's got to like do CPR. And while she's doing CPR and giving up, here comes her husband, who was a great man, great baseball player, great man, uh, looked like Kurt Russell. He had a lot of things going for him, right? Now all of a sudden, he's a zero. <laughs> but also, I never really <laughs> take him seriously after he was like, um, evil captain america but while he's like trying to kill his family so that he can be healed or he's trying to let his son die because like i told you he already expressed at the beginning of the movie before he was even evil he expressed that his daughter was more important i didn't say it the script said it so while he's like choking his wife and being like let the water choose him the water already chose him let him die <laughs> while like the pool water is coming out of his eyes and he's like let him die the daughter comes through with her own baseball swing <laughs> and she starts whooping that ass okay anger that she's never felt before was coming out on her possessed father mind you he was a great dad <laughs> i mean he did say the son was less important but he was a great dad before he started to like drink pool water and i'm not even just saying that to be funny but like that's literally like the plot point of this part of the movie because like he starts throwing up the pool water and every time he throws up pool water he remembers that he was a good dad <laughs> oh let me call my father actually <laughs> And since he realized he was such a great dad, he decides that he'll sacrifice himself for his family like any good man would. <laughs> so he walks into the pool and then swims into the deep, dark void of spring water. And here's another moment where the whole haunted water thing versus haunted pool thing is pissing me off a little bit more. <laughs> so the family that's still alive decides to stay there, right? So the son, daughter, and mother, they're like, okay, we'll stay at the house, but we're gonna fill the pool girl it wasn't the pool it was the pool water like filling the pool isn't gonna do anything the water in the cup was able to fall because it was possessed the water in the shower was doing work like this is why you guys gotta decide if it's a haunted pool or if it's haunted water because now now there's a problem but anyways maybe i wasn't understanding the whole like haunted pool thing <laughs> so they fill up the pool they toss a coin in there to represent the dad and why wouldn't they leave? Because clearly the spirits would be walking around the edge of the pool. So like she could always visit her husband anytime she feels like it. And I'm not joking when I say the music that happened at the end of the movie with the scream was like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm being dead ass, but it's just so funny to think of. Anyways, that was Night Swim 2024 directed by Bryce McGuire. And first off, before I even say what I rated this movie, I want to say that I think the short film was probably a banger. This was just a journey, okay? Okay, so I gave the movie two and a half stars out of five, 
which means that it is a beautiful 50% for me. I think this might be one of the lowest ratings that I've given a movie on this podcast, and that is not to say that this movie is bad or that I didn't enjoy this movie. Starting with the positives, <laughs> I really enjoyed the direction of the movie. There was a lot of good scenes for me, um, a lot of tense scenes for me. I, don't, I shouldn't say a lot. There was two tense scenes for me, and I had a friggin' blast with this movie. This movie is in the same category as 47 Meters Down for me and Fall, which I'm pretty sure 47 Meters Down and Fall were directed by the same person. I need Bryce McGuire to get in contact with him ASAP. They need to have a chit-chat because 47 Meters Down and Fall work in a way that this movie doesn't work, and I think it's because the director knows that the idea (laughs) is just like, kind of silly so the movie has to be kind of silly like you cannot put too much (laughs) into a movie that has like a like an absurd plot point like this is about a haunted pool or haunted pool water and towards the end it starts to take itself so serious that that's where the movie falls apart because they're like trying to find like they're trying to find some heart when really they should have just kept being like it's just a pool like they should have kept really leaning into the fact that this pool is just like this whole like issue but they started to like go for haunted house family story you know like the the family needs to be alive and safe and yada 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 when really we should have just kept up with the silly little haunted pool idea because as somebody who loves a good dumb movie this movie could have been it could have been my new bye bye man <laughs> i think about bye bye man at least four times a day and i'm not even joking i'm not joking the amount of times i think of don't say it don't think it don't think it don't say it this movie had the potential to do that but i feel like towards the end they just started taking it serious or maybe it just it just missed as time went on i was like losing steam it wasn't as funny the beginning of the movie was hilarious when that man started to like fall in love with the pool it was downright hilarious But then they started to shift away from, like, man obsessed with pool to, like, family. (laughs) And all of a sudden I was like, damn, they lost it. They lost what was making this movie so silly and so good. The performances were actually also pretty good. Like, hey, everybody came to work and they were like, I'm going to act. (laughs) Like, that was it. And they did a good job acting. There was obviously a few weird line deliveries because that man was calling his son a friendless loser and you cannot change my mind about that. But the movie was still such a good time. It just, towards the end, it wasn't bye-bye man enough and it also wasn't 47 meters down enough. So like it couldn't find its footing. Which is exactly why the movie lands at 50% for me because the fact that it couldn't find its footing, it was extremely predictable at certain points. Uh, most of it, okay? Most of the movie was predictable. And it's like, you have a movie about a haunted pool and you're choosing to go the predictable horror movie route. And it felt like it was lacking in creativity, which is crazy because of the plot point of the movie is so different. The idea of like a haunted pool is different and you could have went a different route, but you went for like, run-of-the-mill haunted house horror story family is everything and not even in a fun fast and furious way you know (laughs) and that isn't to fault the director and the writers of this movie obviously this like the director he had such a great idea that they saw his short film 
and they were like damn let's triple the length of this thing and let's put it out in theaters let's get james wan and jason blum bloom i don't know to produce this movie like clearly (laughs) there was an idea and a vision behind this movie but somehow it just like fell flat in the execution i mean it fell flat for the most general audience baby i loved it i had a time up until the end i was having a time (laughs) and that's why i cannot say that this movie was bad because there is a scene in here where the mom like this is a pg-13 movie okay so they get like one cuss word in the whole movie and they use that cuss word on the mom calling the cat a pussy because the cat wouldn't get in the water and you guys think that i'm gonna say this is a bad movie (laughs) no this could have been movie of the year i'm not even joking and i do feel like people that like silly little horror movies like me they're going to get behind it i actually have a friend who friggin loves the bye bye man and i'm bringing it up because one time uh, we were having a conversation and I was talking about how like I could like any movie um, as long as I can see the vision behind it and this movie has the same thing and he was like oh my god yeah there was this one movie from years ago <laughs> about this group of friends and I said the bye bye man and he said yes the bye bye man I freaking love the bye bye man and that is how I think Night Swim should be <laughs> and that's how I think it's going to be is that people are going to watch Night Swim and I fingers crossed we will have a niche group of night swim lovers the same way I have found a niche connection of a bye-bye man lover. Not like that, but you know what I mean. Um, but anyways, those are my thoughts, feelings, and opinions on Night Swim 2024, directed by Bryce McGuire. Um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I've been your host, Claire. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and on Spotify with certain episodes. You could also answer questions or polls. I think I have like one poll in, gen- in general. So like answer it if you want me to keep doing more. Don't if you don't. I don't really, you know, I don't really use the function that much. Uh, you can find me on Twitter slash X, whatever you call it, at Black Final Girl. And you can find me on Instagram at the black final girl where i will probably be doing very annoying wrestling commentary next week starting from saturday because it is the royal rumble but yeah after that back to the horror content and horror content only see you guys next time with another episode